Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School. Are you keeping up with trends? Let's dive into a Funny Papers edition before we tackle these trends. Here we go. Okay, back when I was a kid in the 80s, I was a huge Karate Kid fan. Loved all three movies. Number three was a little weaker. Number one was the best. Number two was really good. But my favorite part of all of it was the Peter Cetera song in number two, one of the theme songs of Karate Kid 2 called The Glory of Love. I am a man who will fight for your honor. You know that song? I love that song. Okay, nerd alert. Back in the 80s, there is something called radio. Okay, <laughs> they still have radio. Now, if I wanted to get the song Glory of Love, I just go on YouTube or Amazon Music and get it download it, listen to it whenever I want. But back in the 80s and early 90s, when I wanted to listen to this song, I didn't have the tape. I could have gone and bought it, but I was trying to get it for free. And what I was really doing is I wanted to record it. So I would put on, okay, here we go, ready? Delilah. I'd put on Delilah. She played all the love music on whatever the local radio station was at a certain time. I think a couple nights a week or whenever she was on and I would just sit on the couch in the living room and I just think and I just listen to Delilah. I'm so embarrassed sharing this <laughs> and I would just wait for the glory of love to come on always with my recorder in hand. Now, after a few weeks, I gave up the song never stinking came on. And so what I eventually figured out is wait a minute, I'll just wait for the next time Karate Kid Part 2 comes on the TV. Yes, I could have rented the movie, I could have bought the movie and had it on the back of the movie in, in the final credits. Nope, I waited for it to come on the TV or the cable. It did eventually come on. I was able to listen to the song and I recorded it and I could listen to the song whenever I wanted. It wasn't a very high quality, but I had it. Again, that was 80s, early 90s, and it's not relevant today, but it's kind of funny because I was a dork <laughs> sitting on the couch waiting for this song to come on. Now, this fits in perfectly because I'm still a huge Karate Kid fan because this show Cobra Kai is sick. As I record this, my wife and I are about a third of the way done season three, which just came out in early 2021. And if you haven't seen Cobra Kai and you liked Karate Kid from the 80s, it is a beautiful, currently three seasons sequel to all three Karate Kids. The original actors come back. It's awesome. Uh, Pat Morita obviously couldn't come back because he's passed away. It's, it's awesome. You'll love it. the storylines. And the character triangles are just amazing. Pitting Danny LaRusso back up against Johnny Lawrence and the Cobra Kai against Miyagi-Do. Oh, it is so good. All right, before I dive into some of the meat of this episode, I just want to kind of touch out a little bit more on the funny story I went into. Yeah, I sat there on the couch with that recorder. Now I could totally listen to it whenever I want. Now that is a 30-year transition of technology. And with technology comes change. Trends lead to change. We have to always be ahead of the trends if we want to stay in business. And there's a couple things I've noticed 
just being a music fan, not just of Peter Cetera, but of lots of other kinds of music. But you look at what's happened to radio. There used to be Casey Kasem's Top 40 and Delilah. Yeah, those things are still there, but who's listening to those waiting to hear their songs? They want to hear the songs. They go download them wherever they want and stream them. And what about what happened in the late 90s, early 2000s when Napster came out? I remember bands like Metallica and others were furious because Napster was allowing people to just download their music for free. Why was that a problem? Because bands like Metallica made all this music and they were collecting massive royalties for every time one of their songs was played or when one of their songs was purchased through a CD or a tape or whatever. And Napster basically took the music and made it free. Now, that was a problem then, but the trend began. And today, the music industry is on its head because what used to be, whatever the percentage was, 90% of the money that the musician made was through the sales of their product, the music itself. And entertainment, the shows they do is maybe 10, 20%, whatever those numbers are. Now they're flipped. Now the musician makes almost all their money on the actual performances and the merchandise and they basically just say okay this is the industry we make our music we give it away for free yeah they still sell but they don't make anywhere near as much as they used to so it's just the trend that's changed and me sitting on that couch recording that song i would not do that today i would just go find the song play it and enjoy it instant gratification versus then i had to learn to delay do you understand? Good. Now I'm going to move some more into the meat. That was some meat, but there's more meat to this particular podcast episode. Before you go any further, I would like you to go check out my article that I wrote, Home Trends That Intersect With Cleaning, which I wrote for my Carfagno Cleaning website. The link for that is in the show notes below. I credit my friend Mary Ann Alley of Fox and Roach, Berkshire Hathaway Realtors, for the content that drove this article. Mary Ann shared eight home trends that realtors are seeing for this new decade. And what Mary Ann had told me is that trends like these tend to change every decade and currently include barn versus pocket doors, white interiors, shiplap, matching furniture, accent walls, rose gold, open concept and multi-generational homes. In my article, I showed how these trends affect cleaning professionals. I also hint to all business owners how important it is to know your industry trends so you can stay ahead of them. Out of the eight that Marianne mentioned, I want to really focus in on one, and that trend is the rise of the multi-generational home. And what does that even mean? It's when multiple generations of a family are living under the same roof. When Marianne mentioned this, I thought of a client that I have now and clients I've had in the past. Yeah, I've cleaned for people like this. Their adult children live there. Their parents live there. They've built separate in-law suites, apartments, etc. The kids boomerang back. Interesting. So I dug into this trend in more detail. 2019 article by Fast Company. Here's what they report. But for complex reasons that still puzzle researchers, multi-generational households are now on the rise once more. As many as 41% of Americans buying a home are considering accommodating an elderly parent or an adult child. According to a survey conducted by John Burns Real Estate Consulting, living with your parents or your adult children has plenty of potential benefits. Everyone tends to save money, it can potentially benefit health outcomes, and you can get to spend more time together. 
Add to this, which wasn't in the article because that was written in 2019, add the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic and families are afraid to put their aging loved ones in nursing homes. And so that 41%, I would love to see an updated number. My guess, it's probably 61 or 71%. I know me and my wife, we're one of them. We're looking at multi-generational housing or the ability to add on for one of our parents. Of course, we're going to be able to take care and honor our family. This is a major, major, major shift, a major trend. You could even call it more of a trend. I mean, over 50%, you could call this a paradigm shift. So I want all cleaners out there, regardless of your business model, to hear me loud and clear. If you don't get in front of this shift and ensure your company is a leader in multi-generational house cleaning, you could be out of business in 10 years. I'm serious. It's crazy. Now I'd like to talk to the solo cleaners specifically that are actually doing the sales and the cleaning. Okay, You team cleaners, you need to incorporate this as well. But for the solo cleaners, you have a special relationship with your customers. And so everyone else, listen to this and learn from the solo cleaner because this is how we do things. (laughs) How do you position yourself to acquire clients like this? It's really simple. When you clean for one generation, like a millennial couple or retirees, you must earn their trust to stay there long term. When you clean for two generations, like a family with kids, you need an even greater trust factor. Or what if it's a retiree family, no kids at home, but their parents are there? Or what if it's parents with their aging adult children? They're still two generations living under the same roof. And if you follow where I'm going here, you need even more trust to clean for three generations under the same roof. The answer to this is trust building. The better you are at trust building, the more completely you can serve three generations under the same roof. This leads to more money per client and referrals to others just like them. Imagine this. You have a client like I do. Andy is the dad. His adult children live with him and his father, Don, lives with him as well. I have invested some time during cleaning visits to get to know all three generations. Don has even become a friend and mentor to me locally. I do a great job at their home and have earned a lot of trust. Each generation trusts me and therefore I have triple the trust, if you can say it that way, but way more trust than when I started. Do you think Andy will refer me because his kids and his father and him trust me? Of course he will. And by the way, Andy owns a local restaurant and knows a ton of people in the area. So yeah, he'll refer me when the time is right. I am positioned nicely to reap a harvest with multi-generational homes because I clean them now with good reputation. I can share that on my website and with new prospective clients. I urge you to do the same. Get ahead of this. Now, I'd like to speak more generally to you. Trends are always occurring in every industry. We talked about the music business and going from recording radio on a couch to I can get it directly or Napster did, all that stuff I mentioned before. These trends always changing in every industry. They move and shape the stock market and the marketplace. It's common practice for wise investors and business leaders to read trade magazines and articles online, attend conferences, and network to stay on top of these trends. And as Marianne Alex says, these trends tend to last about 10 years in real estate. And I'm sure they vary across each industry, but maybe 10 years is kind of an average thing. Whatever it is, Every industry, wherever you are, you are behooved 
and you should take advantage to know them. You have to learn to be a good business person, regardless if you're a solo cleaner, building a large team, or you're listening to this and you're not even in cleaning at all. You need to get ahead of the trends to be a good business person, to build a large team, to build a large company, to get lots of clients that are in the trends that are growing, like multi-generational housing. This is what business owners do. You need to step up and become a business owner like this. They know what the market is and where it is heading. And I can assure you that our industry is heading toward multi-generational homes. Thank you so much for listening. Have an incredible week. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.